Good morning, and welcome to the Paul Green Comedy Podcast, a podcast for a dreamer, by a dreamer, or for dreamers by a dreamer. It is February 17, 2024. This is episode 80. I don't know, every time I hit the uh, the 10 digits, uh, the 70s, the 80s, the 60s, the 50s, just feels like accomplishment. We are at episode 80. I've been doing this 80 straight days. And keeping you all apprised of my journey as a dreamer in the stand-up comedy world, the acting world, and all of that fun stuff. So, what has been going on? Um, Last night, I had a very awesome opportunity to perform improv and some music with a very talented country music trio known as Chapel Heart. And they... Uh, I don't think they won, but I think they got the gold buzzer on America's Got Talent. And they are just an absolute delight. So they are in town doing a fundraiser at Jester's Improv, where I perform at regularly, which is how I got uh, synced up with them last night. And we had the opportunity to do some improv games together and then... Um, some music improv. So I actually played piano for them, which was an absolute delight. And they are absolutely fantastic. And as a matter of fact, I had to pull some strings and, uh, you know, do a little schmoozing, but I'm actually going to have them on the podcast tomorrow, assuming everything goes um, to plan. So I am hopeful that that will all work out and I will get an opportunity to chat with them tomorrow because they are absolutely delightful so I had just a blast performing with them and so if you don't if you're not familiar with them they are country music singers a trio and um, one of their songs they talk about uh, writing yourself a letter or I got to make sure I go the right direction. I think it was the the you 10 years from now writing you a letter back into the past today. Um, in essence, just telling you to keep going for your dreams. It was a very powerful song. I got a little emotional because they just not in, they didn't talk about specifics. Maybe I'll be able to get in specifics if I'm able to, uh, if the podcast interview goes through. Uh, about some of their struggles, but they just talked about those low times, the dark times, the struggles, wondering if it's ever going to happen. And and then it finally did for them. They got that America's Got Talent opportunity, and that has launched their career into a new level. And yeah, it's always it's always good to hear. It's always good to hear the people who stuck it out, and finally got what they were looking for. So really looking forward to talking to them tomorrow and getting a little bit more insight. I, I've, man, I have, I have been very emotionally up and down these past couple of weeks. Even though I've had some really cool experiences, I've also had some real down experiences, um, and I'm, you know, I, I'm finding that I need that encouragement and 
those inspirational um, people out there who I can relate to, who are dreamers and who have had their own struggles and have had to overcome and endure. And I'll tell you, it is it is no joke. So anybody out there, if you're really going for something, I hope you can hear that as well, that uh, I am aware that there have probably been some very dark days and maybe some dark weeks, maybe some dark months, and maybe even some dark years of trying to pursue and, you know, accomplish accomplish something great, accomplish something that just seems so unlikely or improbable or maybe even impossible but having that belief and that self-belief or when there's times when you don't have any belief in yourself and you're wondering, do I actually have what it takes? Am I actually good enough? Am I smart enough? Am I strong enough? Do people like me? And, uh, <laughs> and, and you're never, you're never too sure. At least for me, um, I was, texting with a comic today and she's fairly new she's hasn't even been in comedy for a year yet and she's doing very well she's gotten some big opportunities she's already performed at tempe improv i can't even perform at tempe improv right now nobody knows me over there i mean if i really hustled i'm sure i could find some producer over there who's doing a show and and maybe schmooze my way on but you know i'm not past at the improv no none of their bookers really know who i am and but anyway She's talking to me as though I'm, you know, there to give her advice or, you know, she's, she's sort of looking up to me and asking me for my opinion on stuff. And I literally told her today, I just said, um, don't take advice from anybody <laughs> or maybe not. I don't think I was that, uh, that black and white, but, um, like take every bit of advice with a tremendous amount of caution and a big grain of salt because I don't think anybody knows what they're doing. I sure as heck don't. And, you know, she talked about how she gets so nervous on stage and I'm like, I'm almost 10 years into stand-up comedy and I'm nervous every time I step on a stage and during the performance and sometimes even after. Although after it's not so much nervousness as uh, crippling self-doubt that what I just did was good or funny or if it could have been better or so I was very kindly telling her that if you actually think that that's ever going to go away I can attest that for me it sure as heck hasn't gone away and I have been in this game for about 10 years and I know people who've been in the game even a lot longer who um, still get some nerves and so you know I think that is why why I do it though. I think if I wasn't nervous before I got on stage, then that would probably be an indicator that I need to move on to something else. Because that means I am not growing anymore and it's lost its risk factor. It's lost its challenge. I just know I'm going to step out on stage and feel nothing. Just feel humdrum oh, okay yeah I'm probably probably time to move on to something else so so that was interesting it was interesting to be talking to a comic who's newer who's looking to me as some sort of uh, mentor and and I'm sitting there going I don't have enough clue what I'm doing 
and or how to make it or how to be successful you know i'm just doing the, i'm just doing the best i can um trying to figure it out as i go and try to figure out the social media game the marketing game while also trying to be talented and honing the craft game and trying to get stage time and opportunities and I have reached out this week alone. I reached out to a cruise ship booking company, a social media marketing company, and a comedy booker who books uh, the the Dry Bar comedy specials. If you've ever seen Dry Bar, um, and haven't heard back from any of them. <laughs> So, you know, for, for the dry bar special, um, so how that all came to came about was I went to lunch with a buddy of mine on Wednesday, who's a stand-up com- comedian, also very funny and he's doing very well. And he just, we just started talking about all of the things we're up to. And, um, I've been trying to get a dry bar special for about four years now. I've had, cannot tell you how many times people will see my stand-up comedy because I, for, for dry bar, it's, it's clean comedy. There's uh, no vulgarity. Um, and so I do a lot of clean comedy shows. And I mean, gosh, at least several dozen by now will come up to me. Hey, have you ever thought about doing dry bar? And every time I'm like, yes, I have thought about doing dry bar many, many times. I've emailed that booker realistically probably seven or eight times. Um, I've only gotten one response from him. The one time he did respond is I emailed him and he said, we're already booked out for this season. Email me again in August. So I put literally a um, date on my calendar on August 1st saying call or email Booker. And I did all of that. I didn't hear back. And uh, so, you know, and that was back in August. And so then I'm, I'm talking to my buddy and he goes, well, try emailing him again. And he's like, and I'll let him know to look out for the email I said great I go am I sending him the wrong thing what I had been sending him is I well the one time I emailed him the most recent time I emailed him I had just filmed my one hour comedy special so I sent him that whole one hour special now he usually wants 20 minutes but my thought was if I send him an hour then he knows oh this guy can actually exceed my expectations my buddy said yeah that's probably not the way to go because he's not going to watch the whole hour I'm like well he doesn't have to watch the whole hour you know, he can stop after 20 minutes, but you know, my buddy said, yeah, why don't you just pick the 20 minutes of jokes that you're definitely going to do on the special? I'm like, actually, that makes a lot of sense. So I recut my comedy special to just be one hour. I cut out some of the stuff in the beginning and I just started right with where I wanted to go. It ended. And so I cut all of that and sent him an email specifically with that video. And then the management company that he referred me to books a lot of cruise ships. And so I went to their online submission form and I submitted whatever was on their website. And then I got an email from them saying, hey, thanks for that. Um, The next step is to give us more information. Go ahead and click on this link, which asked for like my reels and my photos. You know, and they said, you know, we try to uh, review everything, but we can't make any guarantees, but if we are interested in moving forward, we'll reach out to you. Um, so I submitted that on Friday. The third person I talked to was a social media company, um, 
who again, my, my buddy recommended, he just said, you know, for what you're trying to do social media wise, he goes, I think this would be a really good company for you to partner with. So I actually Googled the company and they had a phone number and I just called the phone number and one of the owners answered. And we actually had a really great conversation. I really liked his energy. You know, I was testing him with my sense of humor just to see like, does this guy get me? And we had a really fun conversation. I told him everything I'm up to. And he said, hey, let's do this. Go ahead and send me an email with every, give me an idea of what you've been doing on social media. And he goes, you know, I really think that, you know, we might be able to help you. And he goes, you know, we worked a lot with comedians. We've made this comedian viral. This comedian went viral. This comedian went viral. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's great. Does that mean you're going to make me go viral? And how much will it cost? Um, so anyway, so I emailed him everything that he wanted on Thursday and haven't heard back I'm going, well, you know, that's somebody that I would have expected to, to hear back because, you know, I'm a prospective client, um, who's going to give the money. The other people, just so you know, in the entertainment industry, if, if you don't already know this, anybody who has an entertainment opportunity is absolutely slammed with talented people trying to get on their show, especially if there's money involved. So the cruise ship agency that I submitted to, I I can't even imagine how many submissions those guys get. Um, it, I mean, it, it, it could be hundreds a day if it's not more. Um, maybe they have a slow day and they get, you know, dozens or so. And, and who knows, maybe it's, maybe it's not that saturated at certain times or whatever, but I guarantee that if they have an end to the cruise ship industry, because you can actually make money as a performer on cruise ships, their inbox is full of people like me trying to get booked. And so that's just the nature of the beast. And at this point in the game, you know, just statistically, uh, I need them more than they need me, which is not a fun place to be in because I guarantee they've already got a roster full of stand-up comedians who they are trying to get cruise ship, you know, try to get on cruise ships and trying to get booked. So the only way I would even have a chance is if there was something so unique about what I'm offering that they can't get from somebody who's already on their roster and they feel like if they brought me on that they would be able to book me right away because they don't make anything in, unless I book. They only get a percentage. So it it does them absolutely no good to, to bring me on if they don't actually think that they'll be able to place me somewhere on a cruise ship or whatever and get their commission. So, you know, and they've already got a roster of performers and comedians who they're also trying to get those cruise ship spots for. So, so I like, I totally get it. You know, I, I'm not mad or bitter about it. It's just the reality of it. And same with, with the, the booker for dry bar. I cannot imagine how many comedy submissions that guy gets. So, you know, there would have to be something so uniquely funny, which I would like to think there is, but I have to get him to watch the tape and go, and have the tape be so compelling that he goes, oh, I would rather book this guy than the other 200 submissions I've gotten recently of people trying to get on a dry bar comedy special. So that's the nature of the beast. The social media company, though, I feel like that's a little bit opposite. I feel like, no, I'm, I'm, 
I'm offering you guys, I have to like pay you guys and agree to pay you money. Whereas the other people, they only, you know, they're kind of paying me money, you know? And so, but I, you know, I also like emailed them on a Thursday. So, you know, maybe it announced the weekend and you never know. So hopefully I'll heal back from them. I'm really curious to just see what their proposal is and what they think about what I, what I'm doing. And, um, if they actually feel strongly that they can help move the needle on my social media game. So that is all of the things that I'm up to and thinking about as I just continue to navigate this crazy journey that I'm on, the ups and downs. Um, yeah, I'll tell you. So much, I think, of this game of going for dreams, is it's really just a war of attrition really just a war of of sticking it out I think I've said this before there really is no such thing as winning there's only being in the game or quitting the game and anything else is illusion or delusion maybe so you know I'm still in the game I just I don't know what else to say about it other than that. You know, it's it's discouraging right now, you know. I'm with all of the cool things that are happening, I'm still pushing so hard to get what I view my dream as, which is actually being a draw. That enough people in this world, and I don't need a ton of them, just enough people in this world who are fans of me who are willing to buy tickets to see me, and it has to be strangers. <laughs> so to be a draw to strangers, to where, you know, it's like it's like Chapel Heart, you know, they sh they're from Mississippi, I think, and they're touring, but they show up in, in Mesa, Arizona, and they've got a sold-out audience of people who want to see them perform. Bunch of strangers, you know. Until I can, you know, myself go to Mississippi... <laughs> And uh, show up at some venue there and have a bunch of strangers buy tickets to see me in a different state. Um, I mean, that really is the dream. That would be a dream come true for me to have to have amassed that much, at least that much um, of a following and that much fame to be able to do that. Because I'll tell you. Without that, uh, as much fun as I'm having, and I love doing the casino shows, and I love doing, you know, feature work here, and, you know, we'd be getting headlining gig here for all of these, you know, kind of more like independently produced shows. My dreams are more ambitious than that. And I don't know how to get there. I don't know what the path is. But... I'm trying. I am trying to figure it out, trying to have faith, trying to hope that it actually is possible for me from where I'm at, you know, that I'm not too old, that I didn't blow my chance when I was younger. And, um, well, cause I wasn't going for it when I was younger. I didn't know that this is what I wanted to do when I was younger. I was, when I was younger, I was trying to do and be something totally different. And I didn't even know that I didn't want that. And this is what I wanted until I got here and here I am going for it 
trying to f- figure out all of the nuances and stay encouraged and fight through the the dark times and the discouragement and all of the doubt and the self-doubt and the who do I think I am and the what am I doing with my life all of that that is that is the game that's what I'm in the middle of so we'll see my friends we will see and let's go ahead and just stay on this journey together keep on moving forward just don't quit that's all I got just war of attrition man just can you last can you last long enough to where the opportunity that is available to you if you don't quit will be able to manifest that life-changing opportunity for Chapel Heart it was golden buzzer on America's Got Talent and that was a huge turning point I don't know what my golden buzzer is I don't know. I hope there's one out there for me, and I hope there's one out there for you too. All right, my friends, so let's keep at it. Let's keep moving forward. I am hopeful that I will the uh, interview with Chapel Heart will happen tomorrow, and you'll be able to introduce them. They are so great, such fantastic human beings, and I think you'll get a kick out of them. So I will plan on talking tomorrow. I love you all so much. This is February 18th. No, sorry, February 17th. 2024 episode 80 of the Paul Green Comedy Podcast. I'll talk to you all tomorrow.